0: Uh,
1: hey, uh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Five Songs with Friends. I am your host, DJ Podgorny, and I am joined here by the man, the myth, the legend himself, Jamie Gomez a Big G's Pizza. Jamie, how you doing, man?
2: I'm doing great, Doug. Thank you for asking, man. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm hanging in there. By the way, I forgot my fucking coined uh, tried and true intro. We're coming at you live from the Big G's Pizza (laughs) Studio here on Clark Street, home of Chicago's best mac and cheese pizza, which you can find directly at Big G's, where Jamie's calling me from right now. You are actually at the Big G's Studio, aren't you? I am.
2: Right there. You can see the logo right behind me, guys.
1: There it is. Yeah. In the house unfortunately this is a podcast so people can't see it but oh, right, it, my bad. <laughs> close your eyes and imagine what it would look like <laughs> so, so dude how's it going man give me fill us in how are you hanging with this whole quarantine thing and then and then we'll get into what you guys are doing to support the local community which is fucking amazing but let's talk, just tell us give us an update on you how are you doing
2: yeah man thank you for asking you know i'm i'm doing pretty well you know given the circumstances i um i'm trying to do my best to take care of myself you know make sure i'm uh, going overboard on hygiene and washing my hands like everyone should be doing, social distancing, just staying at home if I'm not at work. If I am at work, at the restaurant, at the shop, making pizzas or delivering them, then using gloves, washing my hands every 30 minutes and making sure I shower in the morning and I shower at night before I go to bed and throwing my clothes in the, in the hamper, you know, and washing them as often as I can. So on a personal level, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm keeping my you know, keeping my spirits in, you know, up there with trying to stay positive every day. What Taking everything one day at a time, to be honest.
1: Yeah. And I mean, dude, that's really all you can do at this point because like we don't know when this quarantine is going to end. We don't know what the full ramifications are going to be. It's so much is in limbo, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I appreciate your very stoic approach to take it, you know, brick by brick, man.
2: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. It is one giant question mark. Um, You know, people I I talk to, either my closest friends, my family or surrounding business owners or, you know, people that work over at the Cubs office across the street. Everyone's their lives, their jobs, you know, their everyday existence has been turned upside down because of what's happening and everyone acknowledges that we're not alone. It's not isolated to just Chicago or Wrigleyville or, you know, the United States. It's a global issue. You know, we're all sort of trying to figure out what to do, how to do it best, and how long we're gonna to need to do it for.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's one thing I, I totally had forgotten about. But yeah, you guys are based in the heart of Wrigleyville, by the way, up on Clark and Waveland, if you guys wanna go check out Big G's, which you should, fantastic establishment. Um, but the whole ecosystem of Wrigleyville has to be grinding to a screeching halt because baseball was supposed to start a couple of days ago, right?
2: Yeah, it was supposed to be on Monday, actually, our home opener, our first, uh, you know, baseball game here in Chicago at Wrigley Field. Um, It just so happened, actually, Fox, you know, they just kind of stumbled into the restaurant wondering if there was someone around that they could interview because they had been walking up and down the street trying to talk to bar owners or bar managers and everything was locked up. And when they walked into here, I, I happened to be here and they asked me to be interviewed and, you know, I gave them a couple minutes of my time. and. They wanted to know how um, this has impacted our restaurant, specifically here in Wrigleyville, regarding not having a home opener and also not really knowing when that will be, how long we're going to wait till cup season begins. And, you know, in short, I pretty much told them that it's, it's, it's tough. We're obviously really, really um, trying to just do our best to take it one day at a time and, and reach out to our, our real G's of the month, our regulars, our friends, you know, and just to the city of Chicago to see if they can come in and support our business. And, you know, we were looking forward to opening day, like every other business in the neighborhood, but it is a ghost town. It is, you know, it, it, you know not to make light of the matter, but it kind of is like Game of Thrones in that winter is coming, winter's coming, and winter showed up, and winter's still here. And even though we're, we've gone past the first day of spring, it feels like Winner in Wrigleyville because there's no baseball, you know. Home opener is like the the changing of the seasons for home opener for us here in Wrigleyville. We've been here almost eight years. Is like looking forward to eighty home games and beautiful weather, and sure some of that will still hold true. But the ambiance and the and the hype of having Cubs fans around and seeing the the staff, the the Cubs employees that work at the stadium uh, during games is it's missing there's like it's like a, a a puzzle piece that's missing and it's just it's, it's 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 just it's a really kind of you know sad feeling you know I,
1: yeah i bet man it's got to be it's got to be such a a bit of a letdown um you know like all this anticipation and then it kind of just gets the rug gets pulled from out underneath you but i don't i don't want to focus too much on the negative because there's that'd be easy to do i think right. it's a lot uh a lot more productive to focus on the positive, which is what you guys are doing for, uh, for our local healthcare workers. So will you tell us a little bit about what, uh, what's going on uh, at Big G's and what you guys are doing just to, to support the community during these trying times?
2: Yeah, definitely. First, I, I want to thank you, Doug, because, you know, for the people that are listening, I reached out to you last week uh, asking if we could do uh, an episode, you know, with regard to COVID-19 and still respect the integrity of your platform and, and talk about music and I, There's I just want integrity to, to
1: my platform i appreciate that. that is a yeah, very no, very kind yeah. words
2: you know exactly. i mean hey listen you've put in a lot of hard work with what you've been doing for the last you know year more than more than a year and so i'm always trying to be respectful of people's work because that's that's hours of your day that you could be doing anything you want so with that being said you know um thank you and i also before i, I answer your question or, or talk more about what we're doing congratulations on being an uncle for those that are listening if you're not if you're not aware yet Dougie Doug, as I like to call him. Our man, Doug Podgorny is an uncle as of a few days ago. His sister had a kid, and I'm happy for you, man. I know what it's like to be an uncle. That feeling is awesome. So congrats, man. I just want to say that first, you know?
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, and I, I anxiously await the opportunity to get to meet my niece, Francine, uh, which will hopefully happen uh, here shortly, you know, once we get this quarantine lifted. But yeah, until then, like, that's another that's another weird thing about this whole deal is, like, my parents – and me and our whole family has not had an opportunity to meet our niece yet, you know, my, my my sister's child. So it's, it's weird, man. From every angle people are hurting, you know?
2: Yeah. It's having a huge, it's having a huge impact on, on everyday life and, and things that normally could be celebrated with, with people that are close to you. It's yeah, I totally, I didn't even think about that. That's definitely another, another layer of this whole story that I, you know, it's, it's interesting to learn about. Um, but what, what to answer your question earlier about what we're doing? Uh, two Sundays ago, um, you know, today's April first. We, you know, we were, we were all working at the restaurant, and and nothing was really happening. We're not that busy, obviously, seeing a huge drop in sales. But I was stressing out mostly for my staff. I was really, really worried about what would happen to my staff if, you know, things start to get really gloomy at the restaurant with sales and. I was just trying to figure out what we could do differently to make things, you know, positive, but also keep ourselves busy with a purpose because what we're good at is making pizza. And what we're good at is delivering pizza and serving pizza and keeping our customers happy with the amazing, delicious pizza we have. And not to sound like an ad, but I take a lot of pride in what we do. And when we can't do that, when my, my staff shows up and we don't have purpose, um, it feels really hollow to be at work. And so it occurred to me, this idea that if we started to do a fundraising campaign to ask the community, ask my friends, my family, my real G's of the month, our regulars, if they wanted to donate, whatever they felt comfortable donating, because I know a lot of people have been laid off or they're on furlough, so I have to be considerate of that fact. But whatever people felt comfortable donating, They would essentially be buying pizza from us at a cheaper discounted price so that we could feed the hospital staff at, at, you know, hospitals all across Chicago. We weren't trying to be specific about one specific hospital. We wanted to feed the doctors, the nurses, the physician's assistants, the security staff, the doc workers, the valet, everyone who works at a hospital and any hospital in Chicago. We wanted to thank them for their work, for being on the front lines, for putting their lives at risk every day by just being exposed potentially to this virus. And I thought, in my mind, once the idea occurred to me to reach out to my friends that work at hospitals, I have a lot of friends that work at hospitals in different, uh, you know, sort of positions. And I asked them first, I reached out to them to gauge how they felt about that idea, if it was something that was possible, if I was going to be violating any hospital policies, or getting in the way of operations. And it seemed from what I, from what I heard back that it was very doable. And that made me really happy. So Without really thinking much more about it, I reached out to my staff to let them know what I was going to be announcing on social media. And the following morning, I, I put together a video. I put it on our social media channels. I put it on my personal social media channels. Uh, for those that are listening, at G's Pizza, you know, at B-I-G-G-S-P-I-Z-Z-A. And I just reached out to everyone saying, hey, listen, if you, want, if you believe in this cause, call us up, 773-281-2444. Donate however much you feel comfortable. We're going to charge you over the phone like you will be ordering delivery. Or if you want, a few days later, I created a Venmo account for the restaurant directly linked to the account uh, that's, you know, the bank account for the, for the restaurant. And um, we, we had a great response. We've had a really positive response. Uh, we've, been, we've been raising money now for nine days. And we've, we've, uh, we've reached 140 different uh, donors. Uh, we've, we've had up to 12 countries. Represented in terms of where donations are coming from, wow. and we're about 25 major cities across the country where people have donated, and you know that encompasses people from Dubai, Milan, Italy, Mexico City, Colombia, Guatemala, and then you know all the major cities: Las Vegas, uh, LA, San Diego, New York, uh, Chicago, obviously. So it's been an overwhelming feeling of positive, um, you know, heartfelt generosity. Um, and we're just working every day so hard to make these pizzas, to deliver them to different hospitals and see people smiling and show gratitude. And we're just, you know, it's a, it's, uh, we're, we're happy because it gives us purpose. And, and we know that we're doing something good. And my staff has gone from being scared and worried and uncertain about the future to we have purpose. And we, we are hours, you know, we still have a few hours to work at the restaurant. So It's been a really, like, awesome win-win situation. And I hope people that are listening, if you're in a position to be able to donate, awesome. Please call us or, you know, DM me, uh, and I'll send you the Venmo information. Or if you're not in the position to donate, that's okay. Um, Whatchamacallit. Sorry about that, Doug. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, you're good. So, yeah, so basically, um, you can share our posts. You can comment on our posts, and that will go a long way because you don't know if maybe someone that's following you on social media... Might be in that position to help and donate, Um, and so I encourage everyone who's listening to just you know support our cause by either sharing on social media or calling us up to donate. Yeah,
1: Uh, that's fucking awesome, man. No, I love what you're doing. Um, I want to. Do you mind sharing the Benmo account information so people can people can get it?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I can't see it right now because we're in the middle of a Zoom video, right? Well, yeah. We'll
1: we'll wait until we play a song, then you come back with it.
2: Perfect. Awesome. That's well, awesome. what up.
1: better segue then, then let's talk, let's talk about some music. Well, so first off, I don't want to make light of the situation. I think what you're doing is absolutely incredible. And um, I think the fact that you're trying to, to, you know, you're being considerate, not only of your employees and, and trying to, to keep, keep spirits up for them and, and and do the best job you possibly can to, to lead them through this, uh this turbulent time we're going through, but also to, to be of service to the community that you're a part of and that you love so much. And, um, grew up in and, and have been a part of for you know your whole life essentially. Uh, I think that's awesome, dude. I wish more business owners were uh, were, were as you know forward thinking and as um, I guess community driven as you are. And I know I know a lot of people can't be in these times, but uh, I guess for me on my moral high horse uh, over here, what I will say is you know if you can donate to Big G's and help out the um, the, the cause, like absolutely do it. Um, if you can't um, just do whatever you can. Support your local, your local version of Big G's, you know, your local pizzeria, your local Thai place, Mexican place, um, whatever it is. If you can order takeout, do it. Tip them well. Take care of them because it's it's hard out there, man. And uh, unfortunately, bills keep coming. Uh, and but industry and the economy is is not turning at full speed. Unfortunately, and value is not being creative and created. And if you can't create, if value isn't being creative, created. Rather, I'm stumbling all over my words today. You can't capture it. You can't get paid. So everyone's struggling. Um, Do what you can, people. Yes. All right. So thanks. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. That's what I got on that. (laughs) Love what you're doing, Jamie. Um, Let's dive into the first song, man. Uh, Which which one do you want to pick? Do you want to start with Find an Island? Yeah, that
2: one's great. It's a nice, upbeat song and, uh, you know, it transitions well to the other track. So let's do that
1: okay awesome well hold on i'm gonna pull this up so we're doing this on zoom guys by the way this is the first time i've ever uh done a zoom call on uh on five songs with friends so this is this is quite interesting i'm going to go ahead and share computer sound and let's dive in this is a song called find an island by how do you say it is it benny
2: yeah i think yeah that's the name yeah benny
1: all right benny here we go find an island
3: Nobody goes no such party Nobody knows but me Both shared a single rope, Trying to stay afloat The treasure that you blew When I was tied to you We reeled each other in Got caught up in the wind Our sails they pulled too hard And we fell off our if our own mistakes are too much to take. If it just won't work and we can find a way. Maybe our maps go different ways, go different ways. Find an island far away from me. A ship back the sea. Where nobody goes, no such party. Nobody knows but me. Fun an island far away from me. A ship Everybody knows what an island Found an island Slowly you drifted out, Putting us on the rocks No longer want to know Where to make plans to go I built this boat to learn. You chose to move too fast A storm has swept right through And washed away too much to take. If it just won't work and we can find a way, maybe our maps go different ways, go different ways. Find an island far away from me, a ship back past the sea, where nobody goes, no such party, nobody knows but me. Fenn and an island far away from me, a ship back past the sea, where nobody Where nobody goes, no such party Nobody knows but me On far away from me A ship back to this Where nobody goes, no such party Nobody knows
1: Going with the computer audio, yeah, we're figuring this out on the fly. Like I said, it's the first time on Zoom, <laughs> but we're doing it. That Sweet. was a song awesome, called man. "Fine Island." So tell us about that. How'd you find that song?
2: Yeah, you know, I just kept to stumble upon it on Apple Music Radio. It's one of it's the platform I used to listen to music, and it just seems so ironic to hear that song. And I, I liked how upbeat it was, and you know, even though the lyrics might not be on that level, but it it was it hit me at a moment where. I kind of felt like I wanted to go find an island and just like be away from everybody. I just took the lyrics, the chorus so literally. And I even sent it to a friend being like, you know, when I put together my second coronavirus playlist, this is going to be the first song on there because I, you know, I feel like everyone needs to just find an island and stay away from each other so that we can like, be considerate of all our health care workers and you know save lives by not getting sick and not overwhelming our hospitals and so you know i try to stay positive in general regardless of what's happening right now in most of my life i consider myself to be a very happy positive person and so the beat of the song and all that just kind of put me in a nice mellow mood and you know i just you know it's a pop song for sure it's a pop song but I'm a sucker for pop music. I'm I'm cool with that. You know, shame, You know, it's one of those things where it's a guilty pleasure. So, um, that's really my only connection to that song. It's a very you know, I just recently discovered it maybe a week ago. So, um, not something that I've been listening to for a, lo- a while or anything like that.
1: No, it's cool. I I, I was actually going to bring it up. Is this playlist coronavirus themed? Because I see a lot of those kind of tendencies in it. hundred percent.
2: When I put together this list. Um, and I reached out to you and we talked about, you know, I brought up how I wanted to talk about how, you know, what we're up to with our cause. And it's obviously in, in you know, in response to COVID-19, I thought it was only appropriate that the songs that I put together for this list would be on that sort of, you know, um, call it on that wavelength. So, yeah, that's the theme of, of my playlist. Uh, and, you know, some of these tracks will definitely be on my my friend's playlist called coronavirus you know the sequel that i'm gonna sh- i i make monthly playlists and i send them out to some of my close friends and so you know some of these tracks will definitely be on that list
1: awesome yeah no it's, it's good stuff man yeah it's i, I will we'll keep progressing and we'll hear more of the songs but i it definitely had a very um like upbeat theme like the world is going sideways but you know what there's still a lot to be grateful for so we'll get through this together type of vibe that's what i got out of it
2: yeah, man, definitely.
1: Um, well, so I really w- I want to give a quick shout out to your Venmo account where people can, uh, from all across the world, can donate to the Big G's cause and uh, helping out all of the caretakers and, and medical people here in the Chicagoland area. It's at Big G's-Pizza. Um, so B-I-G-G-S-P-I-Z-Z-A on Venmo. Uh, I'll put that in the show notes too so you can just grab and copy and paste that into the search function. Or I'll also put there store phone number if you want to call in and uh, and give them a little bit of a shout and do a, a donation over the phone as well if you want to get Jamie on the phone or uh, Manny or whoever else is manning the phones out there. Um, yeah. You so, can hear my
2: sexy voice again if you want. I'll be that, there.
1: <laughs> that's it, man. The illustrious <laughs> staff of Big G's Pizza on Clark Street um well man let's let's keep chugging along because i know i want to be respectful of your time i know you got a business to run so um let's dive into the second song it's a song called virtual insanity do you know how to say this name the jamiroquai jamiroquai okay tell us a little bit about this song
2: so jamiroquai and this song called virtual insanity is iconic 90s song this was a huge hit so for the younger folk who are listening to this podcast you may not have ever heard of this song or this group And that's okay. That's why I brought it back. It ages me, and that's all right too. You know, I feel like I'm 20 years old every day I wake up, but um, this song is awesome. It's hot fire. I'm not getting paid any commission to promote this track. This song is, you know, 20 plus years old, but uh, I would highly recommend and encourage everyone to check out the music video to this track because it's cool. It's a really, really cool music video, it's super simple. Um, but, uh, it definitely has like the fashion sense of the mid to late nineties and the song itself. It's funky. It's, it's awesome. But if you pay attention to the lyrics, which you don't have to, to enjoy it, you'll realize that it's definitely a coronavirus theme song without any question.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's got, it's got a real hard funk phase to it. Uh, I, I actually am familiar with this artist cause I, this, there's a song they did called cosmic girl a long time ago as well that i'm not I mean, sure if you're familiar with that but that i i had heard the voice as i was doing the my first listen through on the pre-recording of this and um and uh it was like ah oh, this sounds so familiar the, the voice because she has a very distinct voice and uh yeah i had seen that i had heard some of their music before so uh nonetheless still a badass tune and it's going to be a lot of fun so let's go ahead and play it this is a song called virtual insanity by jamiroquai <laughs>
4: We're living in. Let me tell ya. And it's a that men can eat at toad. When things are big, that should be small. Who can tell what magic spells we'll be doing for us?
1: virtual insanity we're all living in but jamiroquai yeah damn dude does seem a little bit like virtual insanity these days doesn't it jamie a hundred percent
2: man i mean one of the things that i've done more in the last like week than i've ever done in my entire life now granted this technology didn't exist all most of my life but facetiming it's not that i'm not a fan of it it's not that i'm a hater of it but you know I've seen a lot of people share screenshots of who they're FaceTiming with. They're posting on social media, you know, like, oh my God, you know, it's great. Or or it's part of their job. If they're teaching or they're holding meetings for work, they're using the Zoom app. It's the number one app in the Apple store now. So like we're living this sort of virtual reality now, you know, and it's, it's so interesting. And, and one of the coolest things was that this last Saturday, Sunday, I got an invitation I got a little notification. One of my close friends um, was like, you know, so-and-so has invited you to download the um, the House Party app. I'm like, House Party? I like House Parties. There's an app for this now? And in my mind, I'm thinking like, what, what is this? And so I downloaded it right away. And shout out to my buddy, Bobby Lane, because he was the one that, that sent me the – Bobby Lane wants to invite you to the House Party app. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, Doug. Are you familiar no, with it? No, tell
1: us about party? it. What is it?
2: So, So essentially – it's, it's, a, it's an app that's new. It's, it, I don't know how new it is. I think it's maybe not coronavirus new in the U.S., but it's you know, it's new, and it's created by the Snapchat company. And essentially, it's like Zoom in that you can conference call people, right? You can have a group of three, four. I don't know what the limit is, but you can play games. You can play that like forehead game that Ellen was really famous for. You can oh, play yeah, yeah. apples to apples, right? Like that word association game. Or uh, there's a drawing game. So, like, one person is drawing while the other people that are video conferencing with you, FaceTiming with you, are trying to guess what you're drawing. You know, so it's cool. And I'm all about games and competition. And, you know, for me, it was like, this is an awesome app. We need this right now. We're supposed to stay socially distant and isolate. So, this is a great way for either middle schoolers, high schoolers, or just grown ups who are like, you know, they're getting that cabin fever. Here's the way to FaceTime with your friends without being that, you know, it's awkward. Like, what do we say next? Should I look at you? Should I look away? Like, <laughs> you know, it's cool. Check it out. I'll, I'll send you an invite, Doug, because you're one of my homies. I'm going to send you a <laughs> house party invite to the app. All right.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Sign me up, dude. I'm in. Yeah, I, I did. There's this thing called Jackbox TV, which I played a little I bit. I love uh, that game. Yeah, we, we did that. I mean, some friends did that and we like did a zoom call together on that and that was pretty fun so that kind of sounds like similar to that and to a certain degree right
2: yeah yeah definitely i love that game it's uh exactly yeah i mean it's just you know it's interactive it's you know there's riddles and stuff like that too there's like a riddle game so i highly recommend anyone listening to this download it you know people that are a little older like in their 30s or older they might not be have a lot of friends that are on this app yet but it will be no different than snapchat when snapchat came out it was bombarded with high school kids. And it only took maybe a few months for the entire world to jump on Snapchat and start snapping each other. So, you know, be ahead of the, be ahead of the curve here. Download it. Get with the times, old people.
1: <laughs> Damn, all right. Straight up calling out our old audience, which we, we test well in the older audience here at, at Five Songs with Friends. So um, Yeah. <laughs> we don't, actually. I don't have that data. But you could imagine if we did, they would be offended. Anyway, let's keep chugging along. We got another song, a song by Moby called Natural Blues. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so this is another song from the 90s as well. Um, it's funny because at the time that this album came out, one of my really good friends, was really all about it. And I had never um, had really heard of this artist or or this album, but it was it was coming up the charts real fast. And to this day, I'm pretty sure that it's the, the only album where every track on that album has been used in some sort of uh, advertisement, like in a commercial on TV or in the radio. And that might sound pretty much like a big sellout, but if you listen to this album, you'll realize that this is not one of those types of uh, albums that when you listen to it, you think this is a sellout artist or this music is so cookie cutter. Um, it's ambient music, it's got good funk, it's got good house beats, it's got, it covers a little bit of different genres, but overall, super cool album. I'm sure a lot of people that are listening might be familiar with the artist Moby, um, but this song specifically, Natural Blues, again, it's like a little bit of a COVID 19 playlist. And so, uh, I, I heard it and it calms me down, but at the same time, it, it ha- can have the effect, uh, depending on the listener to maybe make you a little sad. Um, maybe just a little bit more thoughtful about what's happening around us, around the world and what's to come. Um, cause you know, not to get too somber, but there's a lot of, you know, there's going to be a lot of tragic, um, ha- things happening, uh, moving forward with either, sick family members or friends or the closing of businesses and um, you know the impact that this will have on the economy and the people around us and so I felt like it was an appropriate song to add to the playlist.
1: Yeah absolutely it's a, a bit of a more of a somber song a little more melancholy but yeah I think it does fit the times pretty well so let's jump into it this is a song called Natural Blues by Moby.
0: Oh, Trouble so hard, ooh, life, trouble so hard.
1: muted or not but anyways that was natural blues by Moby Uh, so dude um how did you come across play and play again did someone show it to you
2: uh when you say play and play oh the album yeah Yeah, so that was my buddy Jimmy Rowan who uh, currently he's living out in Europe with his wife and his two kids Uh, him and I were really great friends uh, in middle school high school and once we left for college We kind of grew apart only because of distance, not because, you know, we didn't care about each other anymore. But luckily, we've been able to keep in touch through social media. And I get to see how his life is and, you know, get updates through uh, his wife who puts pictures up of their family around the world. But, yeah, my buddy Jimmy, when he got his license, uh, you know, he got a car and he had a CD player. I don't know if some of the people listening here know what a CD is. Yeah. compact disc <laughs> but yeah so uh he had that in his car and i got in there and i i used to be the shotgun guy all the time in all my friends cars and i always used to be the the radio dj whatever you want to call it and um you know he was also someone that wanted to sort of like put his foot down be like right now let me play my music and he put that album in and i'm like it better be good and it was it was a great album i loved every track on there and i was like Dude, you, got, you, know, you did good with this one. You passed the test, you know? And I'll never forget, we actually went, the day he introduced me to this album, we were driving to the city. Keep in mind, we're like suburban kids from Highland Park up north. And we were going to eat at the sandwich joint that he knew about. Uh, and he wanted to surprise us. He wanted to take me and a couple buddies up there uh, to, down to Chicago and, and check it out. And I was like, sure, let's do it. We walk in, it's the original, and at the time, only Pop Belly's location. So this is like 1996, 97, and I was blown away. Toasted sandwich, the wreck, tasty as F, and, uh, you know, banana banana chocolate milkshake with the little butter cookies on the straw. I was in heaven, bro. It was a great day. That was a great Saturday or Sunday, whatever day that was. Moby, pot bellies, you know, 16 years old in a car driving on the highway to the city. Felt like the king of the world, man. It was great.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, d- just goes to show, man. It is it's the little things in life, right? I mean, like yeah. what does that cost you? 10 bucks and like for a sandwich and some gas money and a milkshake. It's not too much money, man. It's not it's nothing. I don't know. It's like I said, it's the little things in life. Uh and sometimes the best things in life are free, too. And I yeah, think totally. I want I say that uh I speak of all these like trite um just kind of uh platitudes right now because the next song we have is called To Be Happy by Joey Pecorero. Um, this was my favorite song you put together. I'm a big fan of like lo-fi and trip hop. And this is kind of, that song fits into this category to me. And I like the sample at the beginning. It's very, uh, very, you know, insightful for these times we're going through right now. And, um, yeah, anyways, you just want to tell us about it real quick and we can play it.
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, when I, when I came across this song, this was definitely a, a couple months ago, maybe even almost a year ago, but essentially, uh, I heard it through uh, a friend's Instagram story. She, uh, she sort of like, you know, posted it and I heard it. And I like like you, I like the sound. I like the beat. Um, and the the lyrics, uh, the little intro was, you know, for me, it's one of the reasons why I'm able to sort of stay positive or, or maintain this happy attitude because I've gone through a lot of crazy stuff in my life. Um, like, like anyone, we all have our hurdles in life. And to overcome those, uh, I had to like, really come to, come to my senses and learn gratitude and, and really appreciate what I had and you know take the time that I needed to mourn or to get upset and vent and get angry, whatever it is that I was dealing with in life, but to remember that where I was in life, I'm, I'm doing good. And as long as I have a roof over my head and, and clothes on my back and a way to fill my belly, Um, I'm doing better than most people. So for that, I should be grateful. And so uh, the song speaks for itself.
1: Awesome, man, I love it. Uh, I resonate with a lot of what you said, and uh, I think let's let the song speak for itself. This is a song called To Be Happy by Joey Pecoraro.
5: We all know quite a number of people who have everything that it would take to be happy, and they are not happy because they want something else, or they want more of the same. And we all know people who have lots of misfortune, and they are deeply happy. They. Really
1: to be happy by Joey Pecorero. Um, well, so Jamie, we're coming up at the, at the hour mark here. I know you got to get uh, back to the shop and, and making people's dreams come true by cranking out pizzas. So I figure w- <laughs> what we can do is we'll just introduce this last song and we'll kind of let it play out and then that'll be the show. Um, so uh, I guess, you know, I typically ask people, you know, before we end the show what their famous last words are. So I'm going to ask you real quick in – the light of the crazy events going on right now and all the, the hectic nature of life right now. What are your famous last words, Jamie Gomez?
2: That's a good question. Uh, real quick before I answer that, have you had repeat guests? Or am I the first one?
1: No, you were okay. I know you, I knew we were gonna get to this. You are the second repeat guest. So, okay, cool. But, but right, still, cool. In, in very elite company, an elite company.
2: Awesome. Uh, and it's an honor, by the way. Thank you for welcoming me back to your show, Doug. Um, and thank you for the opportunity to be able to share um, the Big G's story um, and always, you know, plugging us at your, on your episodes. So I just want to say I'm grateful for that. And um, thank you for, you know, just spreading the good word of Big G's um, through all your different episodes. And to answer your question, I'll leave it with, this is going to sound really corny, but I'm going to leave it with a question and say, what do you want your legacy to be? Those are my famous last words.
1: Damn. I love it, man. Awesome. Well, so uh, not to take the wind out of your sails, but let's talk about this last song real quick. Give us a quick intro on it and then uh, we'll ride it out. So, it's a song called Mr. Bobby by Manu Chow. Is that who Yeah,
2: Manu Chow. Yep, yeah, Manu Chow. I forget where he's from specifically. I, I want to say he's from Spain, possibly, but or Portugal, but he's a man of the world. If you look up Manu Chow, he speaks like you know, I think five or more languages French, Spanish, English being his three primary languages, and Portuguese. Um, his music is awesome. Um, I, I'm a big fan of it. And Mr. Bobby, he's referring to Bob Marley. And so, when you hear the lyrics of this song, uh, you'll you'll understand that that's who he's speaking to, um, and who's who he's trying to like hone in. And the reason I love this guy, Manu Chao, is because he's he, you know he's known as like this artist, this musician who's also like a political activist. And so. When you hear the lyrics, you'll understand, you know, why this, this song also really fits well with the coronavirus playlist. Um, and so for me, you know, this guy, he just has a, he's all, for me overall, his message is always about love and generosity and caring for one another. You know, and as cliche as those things may sound, especially when it comes to music, um, he's, just, he's just one of these guys that you just, when I hear him, I believe him. I think he's very genuine and his music is really simple in terms of the lyrics but it's also very like profound i feel like um if that makes any sense so i wanted to share the song because i think it's you know it fits really well with what's going on um like every other track on this list
1: awesome man i love it dude well thanks again for coming on thanks for all of your support throughout the last year and being the official sponsor of five songs with friends and the big G's pizza studio on Clark street. Now the big G's pizza studio on Fullerton street. Um, we appreciate you very much, man. And uh, wish you nothing but the best in these crazy times and love what you're doing to support the local community. And uh, once again, everyone, the Venmo and phone number for big G's pizza will be in the show notes. So uh, if you do feel so inclined, uh, go out and support them and support the local community and, and try to put some smiles on faces in these rough times. But, uh, Jamie Gomez, thanks so much for coming on, man.
2: Thanks, though. Love you, man. Appreciate it.
1: Love you, too, bro. This is the last song, Mr. Bobby by Manu Chow.
4: Langdal Frances.